Okay, you all settled in and ready to get some rest. Let's put everything out of our minds except for Scripture. As Christians, we do believe in meditation, but it's not the mind-emptying, get-in-touch-with-your-breathing type of meditation. It's the mind-filling, mind-nourishing, mind-renewal, transformative meditation of Scripture. It's training our mind and focusing it on the text of God's Word and listening to His voice in it, getting to know Him, hearing from Him. It's powerful stuff, and we are going to fill our minds tonight from the Gospel according to Matthew. Matthew chapter 1, starting at verse 2. If you know your Bibles, you know that we are easing into a genealogy in this verse. What better to fall asleep to than a genealogy. So it was introduced in verse 1. It says, The book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. In verse 2, it gets going into this lineage of Jesus. So I'm going to read some of it, and I'm going to go slow. And as I say each name, I just want you to try to bring up in your mind whatever you know about that person. It might be that you have grown up in church and you know a great deal about a lot of these people. It might be that you're new to all of this and you don't know anything about them. So I may mention a couple of things, but mainly just want to help you think about this as you fall asleep. Now the purpose of the genealogy, again, is to establish that Jesus is legitimately in the lineage, the Messiah, the Savior, the coming King that the Jews were waiting for, was supposed to come from. He was legitimate. So, we start. Abraham was the father of Isaac. So, what do you know about Abraham? You might remember that Father Abraham had many sons, and many sons had Father Abraham from the old song. You might remember the way he was called Abram at first, back in Genesis. You might remember the way he was called from his home country to a promised land that he didn't know where it was called to trust in God by faith and leave. You might remember how God made specific promises with Abraham, made a covenant with him. You might remember that part of those promises included a blessing for all the nations beyond the nation that he was going to make out of Abraham, the nation that would be known as Israel. It was promised that through Abraham would come a blessing for all nations. That blessing would be the Messiah, Jesus Christ, who would make a new nation made up of 
people from every tribe, tongue, and nation. And what about Isaac? What do you know about Isaac? You might remember that he was the promised child that when God called Abram and Sarai, later Abraham and Sarah, they were really too old to have kids. And so Isaac was sort of a miracle child, born in their old age, the promised one, beginning this huge nation of Israel. You might remember the episode in which God called Abraham to sacrifice Isaac on the altar to kill him like a sacrificial animal. And Abraham was going to obey, and at the last minute, God provided an alternative. It's sort of a foreshadowing of how God the Father would sacrifice His Son, Jesus Christ. Abraham was the father of Isaac, and Isaac the father of Jacob. So what do you know about Jacob? Here's another addition to the lineage. You might remember that Jacob was a twin born along with his brother Esau. You might remember how he came out grabbing Esau's heel and how he was sort of a fighter from the start. You might remember how he tricked Esau out of his birthright. All of his trickery, how he, his brother Esau was hairy and Jacob wasn't hairy, so he put some kind of a animal fur over his arm to trick his father into the birthright. And then he gave Esau a pot of stew in exchange for his birthright. Not everyone in Jesus' lineage was uh, a model for morality. That's not really the point. The point isn't how great the people were in Jesus' lineage. The point is the lineage itself. That Jesus is the fulfillment of the promise God made to Abraham.
Abraham was the father of Isaac, and Isaac the father of Jacob, and Jacob the father of Judah and his brothers. What do you know about Judah and his brothers? So Jacob's name was eventually changed to Israel. And he had Judah and his brothers who became the heads of the twelve tribes of Israel. But the Messiah was going to come from one of those tribes, one of those sons, and Judah is the named son in Jesus' genealogy. So Abraham was the father of Isaac, and Isaac the father of Jacob, and Jacob the father of Judah and his brothers, and Judah the father of Perez and Zerah by Tamar. So now we're getting into some names that you're probably a little less familiar with. What do you know about these people, Perez and Zerah and Tamar? Matthew lists a couple of women in Jesus' genealogy, which wasn't unheard of, but it wasn't terribly common. Tamar is the first one. It says Perez was the father of Hezron, and Hezron the father of Ram. Ram, the father of Amenadab, and Amenadab, the father of Nashon, and Nashon, the father of Salmon, and Salmon, the father of Boaz. Here we've hit another name you might be familiar with. Salmon, the father of Boaz, by Rahab, and Boaz, the father of Obed, by Ruth and Obed the father of Jesse, and Jesse the father of King David. So a lot of names in there that you're probably not familiar with, but some that you probably are. So what do you know about Boaz? What do you remember about Rahab? And then, most famous of all here on the back end of this part of the genealogy, what do you know about David the king?
Right, we'll stop here for tonight. I don't want to get you too riled up with this genealogy and get your adrenaline pumping too much as you're trying to go to sleep. Because genealogies are exciting. But you can't help but wonder with each of these people. They knew they were in the lineage from Abraham and this promise. They were aware of the promise. But I wonder if they ever thought of being included in the genealogy of the Messiah like this. It's easy to think of these people as being otherworldly, but ultimately they were just people, men and women like you and me. It's amazing that God has worked through humanity the way he has, even bringing his son Jesus into the world through a human lineage, a human genealogy. But for us tonight as we fall asleep, it's really a backdrop to remind us and legitimize and support our understanding of Jesus as the King, the long-awaited Savior King, the Messiah. So as you fall asleep, picture him that way, as your king. Not your therapist, not your buddy. Your king. Glorious. Regal. Powerful. And as you're picturing him in that light, I'll pray for you. Father, thank you for including this genealogy in your word and giving us this um, this is background fortifying information to strengthen our faith in Jesus. I pray for my brother and my sister listening right now that you would bless them, that you would strengthen their faith and allegiance to King Jesus, that it would be a strong enough faith to give them a peaceful rest tonight, knowing that he sits on the throne, that it would fill them with gratitude that they get to be citizens of his kingdom and that they would be energized when they wake up to live out the values of their citizenship in King Jesus's, under King Jesus' rule. In Jesus' name, amen.